0: ghosts nerf guns
1: <laughs> that's right how you doing this morning good uh, post witchy bizarre morning yeah there's always
0: a, a nice relaxing day afterwards it's yeah. just you get to sit in the glow
1: and of... you kind of kind of try out and explore all of yeah. your your wares yeah. that you picked up
0: and you have to go through this mental list of all the cool ass like vendors and things that you saw new people that you met you've got a pocket full of cards full of the coolest like artisans
1: absolutely (laughs) it's uh we got (sighs) some very pleasant surprises
0: oh my god people People that was so so nice nice (laughs) that was so nice and and didn't didn't even have to do that dude no i know we met, uh, gosh, we met a bunch of you guys out there. I know that was so fun. That was really cool. So, met a couple of you for like the second time. Yeah, yeah, that, so that was, was that fun. was cool too. We saw a,
1: a, one of our tank tops in the wild. That's right, for that the was first cool.
0: time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody was there wearing our shirt. You know who you are. <laughs> and we're kind of split up doing our own, looking at our individual things. And yeah. Clark kind of ran out to me and he was just like, "I saw somebody in your shirt." <laughs> it's like excuse are you sure
1: (laughs) like that was my first thought like are you sure (laughs) why why (laughs) why uh
0: but yeah a number of you guys had little little gifties for us and that was unexpected and and so cool and i was like there was like um Somebody, we're not gonna name any names, but one of you guys gave us some snake skin. Yeah. But also, like, wrote about the snake that Tremendous it came from.
1: Information. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah.
0: And this was the same. This is the same person who also had one of those, um, like, flip-out hand fans.
1: Very practical all the and time. And she would just like <laughs> fan us. Yes. <laughs> and it was very welcomed. Yes. Uh, what was your little snake? Mine was a hog nose. I think you had a cobra.
0: Yeah. It was. It was a, a cobra of some kind. I don't have it right here on me. I should.
1: I'm not gonna lie to you. This morning, I was going. <laughs> I was going through all of my things, you know, and I pulled it out. and Mine is a hog nose, a little snake. It's, but it's st- it's a perfect full shed, so it has its little eyes and head, yeah. everything intact. And I just put it on my finger. <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
0: Thank you for telling me. That. <laughs> the distinct feeling that several snake owners out there right now are just like nodding in agreement
1: <laughs> it's so cute its yes. a little mouth is still there and I i've just, done this i just put it there and i just looked at it just... <laughs> it felt right
0: that's wonderful thank you but you're right snake they're they're very cute they're cute little especially when they do come off in a full mm-hmm. you're just like ah oh, this little skin boy <laughs>
1: So along with that, we were stopped by, uh, I I really want to go do a session with, Mm -hmm. uh, Life Light Healing Services, Mm -hmm. along with doing Reiki sessions and things like that. She makes uh, Reiki-infused tea blends, Mm. which is really, really interesting. Mm -hmm. And she very nicely uh, gifted Charlie and me each um, a blend of tea of hers, uh, the one that I, I wound up rolling with was uh, a healing tea mm-hmm. uh, yours is much needed
0: uh yeah it's a it's a sleep tea to help you get to sleep which I am um, greatly appreciate <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, along with that she gave us um our own blend of tea inspired by wabah she made a a w-b-a-h tea blend I can't I can't <laughs>
0: I, just I love can't. how that, it turned us into, like, 2013. I just
1: can't. I <laughs> can't. I can't even.
0: I can't even.
1: <laughs> it really, though, I'm drinking it right now. It's very delicious. Yeah. It looks like orange peel mm. is in there, and I love a good orange mm. peel in a tea. Mm. 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 Makes it, like,
0: citrusy, yeah. bitter. of. Like, yeah, the, there's, like, a spice yeah. element to it. Mm-hmm. It's very
1: earthy. It's, it's, it's nice. Mm-hmm. She does good things. She does good things. I need to go
0: get me a, a cup of it. I had to slam a couple bottles of water. Dude me
1: too. I the first thing that I, I woke up super early this morning, I just demolished a bottle of water mm. and immediately made Crushed it. a pot of tea <laughs> and drank the whole <laughs> pot of tea. So then we were just we we came across this beautiful um this beautiful booth of like hand thrown pottery with this beautiful etch-style artwork that's been done to them. And the nicest, nicest lady there, mm. and out of the blue, she was like, oh, I have a gift for you two. <laughs> and we promptly... We like, no, what? What? I can't uh, handle it. And I gotta say, this might have overnight become one of my most cherished objects. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's Christy with Joy Terra, Earthen, Earthen Artisan. The me the one with the mush mouth over here had to just <laughs> try to get that out perfectly. Uh, Joy Tara and she yeah like she makes oh my god. So first of all these mugs that she made made for us dude, they have symbols in them, and pieces of wabah just hidden. We we found more like we since keep finding we, things. <laughs> but first of all she put um. So, like, Macy's on the front of yours, what do you have? You have fucking...
1: I have Yoxin! Yoxin! I have, like, a bust of Yoxin. Uh There are star anise pods peppered around, big crystal wands. I have a sage bundle that's smoking. There's stars in the background, and the smoke is going through Yoxin's <laughs> antlers. We're going to put a picture up of these. Oh, for sure. You can't not. And then on the back of my mug, very subtly, and mine is, like, a lavender rosy glaze. Mm-hmm. It's really lovely. There is very faint but elegant spiderwort Mm -hmm. wrapping all the way around the glass, which I did not notice until this morning. I saw flowers, but I saw in the light that it's spiderwort. So neat. And then on the inside, I have the uh, earth alchemy symbol etched in the bottom, carved into the bottom of mine. It says, (laughs) sit down, kids. And it's absolutely the most stunning little thing. And to be drinking tea that somebody made just for us out of a mug that somebody made just... For us,
0: with a little snake skin on your finger with, the whole just, time just that you do little it, buddy just <laughs> on my finger. And and she really, I mean, she, the level of like customization that she put, the work that she went through, I can't handle holy it. Holy shit! Um, on my mug, I she ah oh, fuck. Okay, so she put like a healing hand, mm-hmm. like with some herbs on it, with a little coffin on the wrist. Oh yeah,
1: like a little tattoo.
0: Which I like at the time, I remember seeing it and being like. I think I looked her in the face and just went, "Is this a fucking you coffin?"
1: Did, yeah.
0: <laughs> just, and it was very aggressive, but I was just excited. She's uh, carved in cinnamon, cinnamon stick bundles. We noticed
1: those this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but she's also put at the the bottom of the drinking vessel itself. Uh, you know, when it's empty, you can look into it and see. And she put the symbol for spirit in mine. Which is crazy because some of these are really recent episodes. Yeah,
1: she must have, ju- I don't know how she created something she so incredible him. so fast.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and in the bottom of mine, she said that she put, she's like, this is my favorite quote of yours. And it says, Cinnamon, my boy, my lord and savior. Yep. <laughs> so thank you so much for that. And again, that is Christy. And it, on her card, it says Christy Joy Wilson. Mm. I love a good three named. I do too. You know, yeah. uh, with Joy Tara. And we will definitely have all the info from, you know, all our little goodies down in the in the description. I want to say description box, but that's what they say on YouTube. That's not right. Yeah. It's the show notes. The show notes. <laughs> We're a podcast. Click subscribe. Smash that like button. Oh,
1: smash
0: that like Smash button. it. And if you like what you've seen. <laughs> <laughs> and we picked up from Kyler Jewelry a really dope lit piece i'm
1: so fascinated with it
0: it is i wish we had it on hand so we could kind of look. we were gonna be putting pictures up obviously of all these things um but this piece of course everything is amazing and uh beyond anything i can describe in words <laughs> um <laughs> Because honestly, when we get into her booth, our our like vernacular just it's completely. Noises. It just, it just look at it. Oh my god! And we yeah. say crusty a lot oh, yeah. and meaty, meaty.
1: And look at this meaty guy. He's crusty. Ugh. She yeah. Eventually, she was just like, I like the sounds I'm hearing from y'all because they are just sounds. They're not words.
0: Which I think might have been her way of being like, y'all okay? Are y'all,
1: <laughs> is this how you really act in public? Because it was. when we we just had a conversation of. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and she also let us in every time we see her i feel like she lets us in on some insider info of like Shit that's coming new things she'll be making um which that little necklace she was wearing yesterday oh, yeah when that comes out and i don't know if we're even supposed to talk about it but when those things come out i'm
1: um, i'm there oh boy i'm literally on her doorstep
0: <laughs> okay so anyway we did pick up the necklace from her that is going to be in our giveaway Uh, for our
1: one-year pot birth. And it is a crusty boy. It's a crusty boy. Hot boy. Hot boy.
0: I just keep thinking of those like buoys. I just buoy David Bowie. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever hear Avril Lavigne when she said David Bowie wrong? No. It was some award show and she...
1: I think it was like a big award show And she was like David Bowie Oh shit (laughs) That's so weird I thought of her this morning And I don't ever waste brain power On (laughs) Avril (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> but i did this morning
0: listen i listened the wheels off of that one album that she had i that never was so did big. are you serious i fucking
1: hated her i
0: did that thing where you put it in your shitty cd player that says it doesn't skip but it does yep yep yep. yep. and you know you like look out of the window when your parents are driving and you like pretend you're in a sad music video mm-hmm. that was the entire album for me really yeah and then one time uh we were driving down maybe to y'all's place yeah it was because it was like christmas time we were heading down there kind of late and, uh, you know, I guess in an attempt to connect with his, like, angsty teen daughter was like, give me that CD you're listening to. We'll listen to it. And I'm just, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. So he put it in. I could tell just my my dad, the music nerd he is, was probably just like, I'm so disappointed.
1: I failed. <laughs> <laughs> very nice about it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was thinking, I don't know why. What brought it up? I was looking at something and I was just going through all of my things. And I read something wrong, and I read it, and it sounded, like, in my head, like, kawaii. And then I could hear was, kawaii! And I was just like... Oh, that was a... Oh, no. That's not her. She's really dead. That was making a mistake. Oh, she's absolutely...
0: She's dead and
1: been replaced. (laughs) That's my favorite theory. I love it so much.
0: The most compelling part of that to me, and I know, don't even try to explain it to me. Let me have my fucking theory, is when they break down her pictures, like, with, like, birthmarks and stuff. Yeah. And they draw, like... Here, it's actually three inches away from her ear, but now it's five inches away from her ear, you know? And it's like, well, you know, we all get older and things drift, <laughs> things but <move. laughs> But there is a, it's a little creepy. Yes. Avril Lavigne Hello Kitty video is an embarrassment in any language.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So anyway, that stupid ass song crossed my mind today.
0: Okay, so we looked it up. Well, when Macy went to the bathroom, I pulled it up so I could surprise her with that awful beginning. And now I'm just looking online and I see that there was an article on Billboard in 2014 that says, Avril Ravine responds to Hello Kitty uh, criticism. She just said, and I'm guessing on Twitter, she said, racist? Question mark, question mark. LOLOLOL. (laughs) That was her official response. (laughs) Okay, that's how you should always combat anything. I mean, yeah,
1: it's a terrible Whether...
0: <laughs> thing to say, but... And here's the thing, she's not right, but regardless of if you're right or wrong, you're... any response you get from for... Just,
1: me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Some... There was something so funny about LOL multiple times to yeah. me. LOL, LOL. Oh, LOL, <laughs> Yeah. I'm sad now. <laughs> Okay, what are we talking about today? Because we can't we can't sit here and talk about Avril Lavigne all day. I
1: mean, we probably no, no, could. we know we absolutely
0: could, We physically could, but we can't make good podcast material. Like no, that. actually, I don't know. That's arguable. I think we could. Vote now. Do you want to hear us?
1: Listen- Do you want us to start a podcast about the conspiracy theory that is Avril Lavigne?
0: Okay, listen, but listen, but a podcast about conspiracy theories in general,
1: dude. I.
0: I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, we kinda already have the spooky sode for those kind of things. You know what? That was that's a good idea to like incorporate kind of spooky conspiracy. Theories. I'm all about it
1: because some of them are fucking terrifying. Yeah. Oh, I could go all day. Oh yeah. All right, what are we talking about? It's gonna be tricky because I feel like we both have decently serious topics today and I'm oh, having to shit. wheel my brain in. Okay. But uh I am rolling forth with the rune Suras. Oh, out of order! So, wait, <laughs> I thought Soros was the name of the room. Soros, Soros. Um, I decided not to go in order. Yeah. Um, that's a good plan. Yeah, it seems more fun that way. Sure. And so I'm talking. Today.
0: Oh, you barely had it in you for that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> about <laughs> you barely. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about Yura. Which is, uh, my, I have two runes that I hold, like, um, I don't want to say in high regard, because that's (laughs) silly, but, like, my most two special to Mm. me, I guess, Mm -hmm. and Yira is one of them, Mm -hmm. uh, Othala is the other one, Mm -hmm. and I use them the most, um, and the message of Yira, I think, is really good.
0: Which, what does Yira look like? If you could paint me a word picture, which one is? Oh, the two alligators eating each other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: And um, really important, powerful, what's the word? Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, it, it's a really powerful component of our lives, mm. but it's also really tricky. I think about Yira a lot in the things that I do, and we have drawn from the energy of Yira a lot in this podcast, mm. Mm. and uh, and really in a lot of things that you do, and uh, it's a good one to to work with. Um, and you'll, you'll see why it's, it's, it's my, it's up there for me. It's a very good, good energy. Yura, Yura.
0: I like the name and it also makes me think of our good friend Lyra. I know. I always think that too. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm going to be talking about something that I've talked about in passing a lot, mm. uh, and something that is very deeply personal and important to me um but it i didn't really it, it's actually it's so deeply important and personal to me that i didn't think of it as a topic yeah
1: it's just it's, it's just it's common it's just you just you know? something that
0: i yeah and um somebody wrote us an uh i believe it was an email an email is the best way to get in touch with us yeah. for this kind of stuff Lori b wrote and requested this topic I just as soon as she requested I was like, oh shit. And yeah. I st- and I kind of started. So uh, today I'm going to be talking about working with ancestors. Uh, how I do it. How you can start to incorporate that into your life. And um, just, you know, just all of that kind of stuff. All that jazz. All that ancestor shit. That's probably really disrespectful. <laughs> I feel like my ancestors are pretty used to uh, it. Yeah, I
1: don't think they'll be surprised. Just, oh, God. Yeah. She was doing so good. She was.
0: <laughs> and I like to think that everyone has like a couple of ancestors that are a little
1: hoity. Oh, yeah. You know,
0: and they're just kind of like, mm, a lady does not use that language. I'll
1: let it slide.
0: Yeah. Like just kind of sitting in like a very high necked Edwardian yeah, dress, sipping a, like tea.
1: Kind of a grimace. Mm. Just
0: mm, being very down and abby about it. That's what
1: I'm picturing. The matriarch. What's that actress's name? <laughs> Maggie,
0: also... Maggie Smith. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. She's.
1: Her curved face. I love her. So good. Do you want to say before we go any further? Then? Before. Before. I also like... sound like Valdo from Soul Calibur. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Valdo is such. And he such... would do that creepy, like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Valdo is such a. um. He's just really a, a he's SM. Greasy, hero. Man. He's gross. <laughs> <laughs> he's so gross. I don't know why he has to be so sexual. I know. I don't know it's why weird. he's just in bondage.
1: Yeah. And but moving. also has moving oh. very like hip but hips. then will like bend backwards and, and charge at you. Run at
0: you with his crotch. Yeah. yeah. It's really He's
1: terrifying. He's uh, he's very a very confusing character.
0: He is my favorite soul caliber soul caliber character. Yeah, uh, Ivy being probably tied.
1: Ivy is like my favorite, just in gen- but yeah. fucking hard to use. You know, <laughs> like I-, I always liked using her the best. I liked her little chainsaw. It was badass. She had. She was tricky. Like you had to do shit like of like just right mm. with her. See, I live. I whooped asses, to tell them. Yeah, you did. You did. I was abnormal. I remember that.
0: I remember being mad about it because you were at the time so much younger than I was. It was like the
1: one time I was better (laughs) at y'all than at at something, and it was glorious. (laughs) I
0: always, I always felt that way about Smash Brothers with you guys because y'all would play and y'all would be so good. And Rustin still was.
1: He always won. He, he always won. always
0: win, and he just had not uh, what do you call it when you're not a gracious winner's bone no, in no, his body. No, 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 no. <laughs> he would gloat. No, and I got so mad with that when y'all would play, it would just be y'all playing, and it would be me with my ninety nine lives just running off the side of the cliff as hard as I could. You did
1: do that, and a I would lot.
0: respawn, and then I would just jump off, and I'm like, let me just get done, let me just kill this character because I'm not gonna win anyway. I remember you just doing a little that. Shit. <laughs> Or I'd just be Kirby and try to swallow everybody just for
1: fun. I remember that. Yeah, you were like a Smash Troll. I had three moves: swallow people
0: as Kirby, not even know how to take the personality. I didn't know what to hit to do, make that happen. <laughs> I'd just swallow them, or I would do the thing where you turn into a brick on and top just of crunch and just crunch people, or yeah. I'd run off the side. Those are my moves. To this day, I can't play Smash Brothers. I could talk about Smash Brothers for a while. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, shall we? Shall we begin? pop it oh yeah oh Oh, god oh sorry that reminds me i had a boyfriend once who told me that he had a dream um that he dreamed of a cow just standing in a pasture and all of a sudden it just swung its neck real hard and broke its own neck and that has deeply affected me in my life that's
1: a strange dream it's a very strange dream
0: but anytime i see people who do the thing where they tilt their neck and they can crack their own neck by doing that First of all, I wish I could do that because it looks like it feels great. Do you know how
1: hard it is to actually break a neck? Can't you accidentally break your own neck by like trying to pop your neck? Not easily. Or is that like a myth? It takes like, it's outrageous. It takes like 300 pounds of pressure, if not more, to break a neck. It's not like a movie. It's very fucking hard.
0: Here's the thing. I believe that and I understand it. But tell me, get me on a chiropractor table. And I pray for my life every time they do my neck.
1: Oh, you let them though?
0: Yeah, it's wonderful. Do you I yeah I do let them because I know it's good for me, but I am almost making my peace with God every single no, time. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's just like my I, I could just go dark at this like <laughs> things could just wipe out and it's just done. <laughs> Worm meat, man. I'm gonna talk to you. I'm going to really shame my, <laughs> I'm going to shame my ancestors today.
1: Wonderful. They're
0: going to be so ashamed of me and probably not get this across the way that I want to. But I would like to talk to you about ancestor work. Something, it's personally, and, and who, the person who wrote in the email was like, if you, you know, it's, if it's too personal, I get it, you know, you know, but if you could just talk about how others could get started in it but it would be kind of cool if you talked about like your own journey with this. I was like, I can do that. Almost nothing is off the table for me. Yeah. (laughs) So personally, I've been drawn to this, that kind of work and using ancestors as spirit team more so than like, uh, gods and goddesses or anything like that. I've been drawn to that for quite a long time. Even as a kid, I was really fascinated with, um, what people had been through, even if I wasn't related to them, just like, wow, what was it like for them back then? And,
1: Well, and you've always been into spirit contact. Yeah,
0: yeah, in general. Yeah. Yeah, and um, working mostly with people, you know, Mm -hmm. spirits of people who had passed, more so than the uh, energies of, like, entities or or things like that, which does happen, don't get me wrong, but I'm just very into getting to know someone who has passed on, and I think it's fascinating, Um, and it started as a curiosity. As you begin to kind of humanize your ancestors, like you said yesterday on the live stream, I believe, once you get a photo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, or even an object maybe that they owned, or you just really start listening and paying attention to stories that you hear from your family. Like, what did they like? You know, hearing something like, oh, you know, your great grandmother always played this song. Well, go listen to that song, you know, and think... Why did they like this? Listen to the words. Like, could this convey feelings they were having at this time? Once you begin to humanize these people, it's um, it really starts something. Mm. And it starts an interest that could just lead you down. Like, you, you realize, oh, I'm really into genealogy, but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily work with spirits. That's cool, too. You know, whatever. I think it's always important to just kind of listen to where we come from. Because it leads to who we are, right? Another thing that is cool to me about ancestor work is... Everybody can do it. This is something that is available to every single person. Like, if we're alive today, we have ancestors. And even people who don't have the best relationship with their ancestors or know that there's darkness there. We did talk about this a little bit on the live stream. And and people who were adopted who don't know their ancestors at all. Everybody. You, you don't have to say, oh, I can't do this because I was adopted. I don't know who my grandparents were. And I don't know where. I don't know what part of the world I came from. Like, that totally doesn't matter you know it's cool to know like oh and especially like as americans i think we have this um we have this fascination with where we come from yeah more so than i think a lot of places in the world i, I often hear it's always not always but it's usually like irish people mm. who get really annoyed at us especially around like goddamn saint patrick's day oh, I'm because sure. so many america is so popular over here to be like I'm Irish. Yeah. I'm I'm uh my grandparents came from Ireland. Yeah. Or I'm 16% Irish, you know whatever. Yeah. And they I've heard several people get annoyed and they're like you're not fucking Irish. You're not Irish. You're not yeah. Irish. Yeah. Um but I think that because we're such the melting pot. Yeah. And because as a country and as a place we're pretty new and, and people we're, so, come, we're babies. We're babies and people come from all over the you know world. Everybody has tendrils of ancestry from all over the world here you know and um i think that that's why people say shit like that is i'm irish or i'm native american you know things like that is because you want so hard to have this identity like where did i come from yeah and uh it's really interesting when you do like those ancestry tests or those dna tests and to get such a wide range of
1: where you come from it's smattering you
0: get yeah you get a whole You know, it's like a dartboard that just (laughs) you just threw some shit at.
1: Uh,
0: And it's it's so cool. So I think that that's um, where that comes from. However, it's not super important to know where you come from to work with ancestors. Because if you get more than a handful of people back, you know, you might know your grandparents and their parents. You might know your great-great-great-grandparents. But at a certain point, it stops. You do not know who these people are anymore. uh, Unless you had, in some way, a super famous ancestor then you usually don't know who these people are um, or where they came from or what their lives were like, but it's, it's energy work. It's a form of energy work. And you can feel these people who are here with you and you don't know their name. You don't know anything about them, but it's not nearly as important as you would think Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. And and especially with those who do choose to step forward and work with you um, that you can feel have this ancient presence to them. And sometimes I can feel someone step forward and I, have a pretty good idea who it is, or I have a pretty good idea that this is someone that I have a photo of and it's Mm -hmm. recent and they just feel like a new fresh entity. And they're Mm -hmm. also there more of the time because they have less people to go like visit and Mm -hmm. hang out with. Um, But you can just feel that this is somebody very recent to you. But other times there's this old presence and it's ancient and it feels more like a force Mm -hmm. than an actual person. And it's very cool when they choose to step forward because you're like, out of all the fucking people, you're here with me right now. Mm-hmm. And it's very cool. We also talked about this concept of what I saw referred to online as the mighty dead, which is fascinating really to me. Cool. Uh, you know, it, it's important to note that ancestors don't have to be someone who is in your bloodline. Um, it's what most people choose to work with. However, you can adopt ancestors of say, oh gosh, I had I had a pair of friends who their grandmother was not their blood grandmother, uh, and they called her our adoptive our adoptive nana or something mm-hmm. like that. They had a name for her, um, but she was related to them in no actual way. And they visit her every week, and they were so close, and they had pictures, and she had been around their entire lives. And when she passes, or if she has already, because that was a very, very long time ago, um, you can't convince me that she is not stepping in and guiding oh, them. Yeah. Yeah. So you can have ancestors that aren't necessarily in your bloodline. And this is a great option for people who are, say, adopted, or people who, you know what, they had a horrible relationship and they know at least their parents and maybe their grandparents were not good people. Yeah. And they say, you know what, I choose not to I don't want to honor you, honestly. Mm. And that's and that can sound harsh. Uh, but you do not have to honor every dead person because mm-hmm. every dead person was not necessarily good. Uh, and I do like to think that when we go and when we pass that we learn the errors of our way. Mm. But we as human people who are still alive, we have a lot to work through with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's it's important to know that you can choose also who some of your ancestors are. And the mighty dead are people who you're not blood related to nor was it someone you knew in your own life or you you're choosing to work with but it's somebody who um like for us it could very goddamn well be like tolkien
1: i knew you were going to say
0: that. <laughs> yeah or somebody you respect in a way and they've led your life um i want to say right now i've never felt Mr. Tolkien stepped through, <laughs> <laughs> Sir Tolkien. We're not I don't that know. Important. <laughs> no way. Um, that'd be cool though. Imagine you're sitting there, and all of a sudden you're just like, "He's here."
1: You know, um, I've come to the recent realization: it, it's Tolkien. Is it? I believe it is. Yeah. Listen, I will try to remember that. I know it's gonna be. It's gonna be
0: hard for me. No promises. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that doesn't come naturally to a southern yeah. tongue. Yeah, Tolkien. You know? Tolkien. Yeah, Tolkien. Mm. yeah well whatever see that's why he's not going to come visit because we won't say his goddamn name oh i don't
1: like that as much well what
0: (laughs) (laughs) he's like excuse me you don't get to choose yeah that was my british accent it can be anybody who maybe they were a master of their work or their craft Mm. um if you follow particular paths or particular uh forms of of witchcraft or religion or anything like that you can adopt these people on as your ancestors knowing who your ancestors were is pretty cool especially if you have someone in your life like me and macy do with our grandmother
1: who do all the work for you
0: (laughs) who does all the work and you basically just have to go thanks for all these really cool pictures and all this information that you've worked tires tirelessly for (laughs) i'm just gonna reap these rewards um but yeah, we've got photos from generations and generations. We talk about Mama Minnie on this yeah, on this yeah. podcast a lot. Uh who was our grandmother, who is still alive, it was her grandmother. Mm-hmm. So she is our, our great, 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 great great grandmother. Grandmother. Yeah. We have a photo of her. We have a photo of her parents. And we have a photo of uh her mother's mother.
1: Yeah. I mean
0: that is insanity mm-hmm. to me. Uh anyway, my point is is it's cool to know who these recent ancestors are, but if you don't, that's cool because in the long run, nobody knows so far back and, and I don't think most people who work with ancestors work with just like i'm only going to work with the four people who came before me, yeah, you know you're going to work with this whole team of people who who all kind of come together and when they want to share their knowledge with you um so it's not as important as you think you'll you'll get to know them in spirit which is something that has been very cool to me mm. actually feeling if you're somebody who can feel energies oh, yeah, really feeling well feeling a presence feeling a presence and going I know who this is mm-hmm. I don't know who you I don't know who you were but I know that you're the same person who came to see me yesterday and that's pretty fucking cool so how do you work with your ancestors there's a couple of a couple of things and I think daily work with them is um, is what they excel at I think that uh sometimes when we call on again like angels we're asking for something pretty big or asking for some pretty heavy protection uh, which i still do for my ancestors however your ancestors are there for your everyday kind of stuff Mm -hmm. they want to um you want to ask them how to guide your day and how to you know they'll, they'll put their input in on the choices you should make and they'll bring you good luck you can ask them to do that and uh impart their wisdom Just as they would as, you know, if they were alive. Mm -hmm. It's like consulting with an older relative. You can also not necessarily really even ask anything of them. You can just spend time with them and honor them. Um, And this is what I mostly do. Uh, I will occasionally ask for protection in ritual when I Mm -hmm. create Mm -hmm. my sacred space. Mm -hmm. That also, even that feels like a little much. But I think I do get the feeling... That they're happy to do it. Yeah. And I would never ask for something that I felt like they would be like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something they would do on their own. However, um, the way I look at it is if I'm in sacred space and if there's a little baddie trying to get through or one or two little little dudes trying to come fuck with me, I have thousands of bad asses mm-hmm. on my side that are just going to be like, nah, nah, move on. Not this one. Not today. Go out. Not in this house. Not in my good Christian suburbs. <laughs> Um you can also ask your ancestors what legacies. This is this is a recent development that I've read and it is so cool to me. You can also ask your ancestors what legacies and gifts they have passed on to you.
1: Oh, that is pretty sweet. Which is
0: something I never really thought about. Um, something that they might want you to continue in your, your own life. You can also ask them how you can uh continue their legacy and how you can best use your gifts that have been passed on to you. Which can be done with divination or even just kind of gut feeling, things Mm. like that. Or if you know you had a a, a great painter of a great, great grandfather, you you know, try your hand at it. See see if you're any good at it. Maybe he'll be there to kind of guide the brush.
1: Hey, I like that. All
0: right. So how to connect with your ancestors. There's a bunch of ways. I've got uh, altar information up first because I think an ancestor altar is important. Uh, It's a place for you to work with spirit. Uh, and a place to make them feel welcome and to make them feel comfortable and basically kind of want to come and see you yeah you know think about a friend's house if you're like super uncomfortable the whole time you're like i don't really want to go i'll stop in for a few minutes yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go home and it's also a place where you can go in and meet them and another thing i read was a place they can meet each other the idea that like Mm -hmm. your aunt themselves can conversate and be like how can we best help her
1: it reminds me of mulan
0: yes basically yeah I can't tell you how many times I think of that scene in relation to ancestor yeah. work. <laughs> and that's exactly how our picture it, is just kind of being sassy. We, we tend to think of ancestor stuff to be very mystical in their speech. Oh, okay. They talk, I think, as they would in their time period or as we even do now because they pick up on things. You know, they don't, you don't always have to think of some fancy speech to say to them. You can just talk to them like they a, like a person. show up
1: and be like, hey fam.
0: They might. <laughs> they might. What's
1: up, fam? What's up, fam?
0: Clap you on the back. Having a
1: dope lit fire day. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> You've just got like a fellow kid's ancestor. <laughs> it's like, what's up, fam? <laughs> a dope lit fire day. <laughs> Flame emoji. Oh. They just show up to dab on you mm. every once in dab a while. Dab on you. Dab on you. Dab on the haters. Okay, listen, you can have an altar for your ancestors. (laughs) You can make your regular everyday altar that you might already have. Uh, You can add elements of ancestor work onto it, such as photos or things they liked. I'll get into more offering type stuff later. Uh, You can also have a dedicated altar. Uh, And within that, you can have one dedicated to a specific person. So I could make an altar dedicated to, say, Mamma Minnie. Uh, and maybe next to it, I have an altar to, I don't know, somebody else that I would know a little bit more about. These tend to be people that we do know, or we had met in life. Um, or even, you know, we were really close with and their passing was really hard. And it's it's almost, uh, I've seen it referred to as a shrine in some places. Mm-hmm. Um, or depending on what background you're coming from, or what type of work you're doing. You can also have a a separate ancestor altar that is just for like ancestors in general, which is kind of where my head is at. Mm-hmm. I have my altar, 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 and then my ancestor altar. If you're doing more than just honoring them, if you want to actually leave them offerings, outside of having an altar dedicated to them where you sit and you do your work, visiting with them is also. Very important. And I say visiting like um, the southern way of visiting. Like, let's sit and visit for a while. Let's sit and visit. Let's sit and visit. Chatting, hanging out. Uh, And also in a very real sense, uh, you can go and visit the graves Mm -hmm. of your ancestors, which I think is very important. uh, Because sometimes they're just hanging out there and they just haven't had anybody come and talk to them for a while. And I think of it this way. If you go to them and you leave them something that maybe they loved in life or was popular around the time that they were alive. Uh, Sometimes spices and tobacco and things like that. Something that they would want to get their hands on. You can go and sing to them, have lunch with them, have a little picnic in a cemetery. Uh, If you go and show them that you are receptive, if you go to them and say, hey, I want to do this kind of thing, then they're more likely to come and see you. Because if they're just hanging out in a graveyard, moping around all Morrissey-like, they may not know that you want to have this relationship depending on how you view these kind of things and it, it couldn't hurt to go and do it right uh and you can also with permission you know ask you can take some graveyard dirt to use on your altar graveyard dirt has a lot of mm-hmm. uses and we're gonna have to go into that one day <laughs> if you are staying at home and you want to communicate with them singing is a great way to do that uh play some music that they may have liked mm. play some music from their era uh, that they may have liked even if this is like old minstrel music just kind of walking around play you some gregorian chants <laughs> or something <laughs> some a big band yeah i guess some, some yeah. big old swing music or some like 18th century like fiddle music yeah you know yeah that you know was lit back lit. then because until then you're telling me the first time you heard a real and fiddle and not in a, like a classic violin sense oh dude oh you're jamming you're dancing. You're dancing. It's a wild time. <laughs> and today we hear it and we're like, oh, that's old fashioned. But back then, that was like that was the Ursher of their day. <laughs> Is that reference dated? Is Ursher still a thing? Usher. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. You can also, you know, if you work with um with your family. If y'all have shared ancestors or even friends who also do ancestor work, if you're like real open with this, make it a party. Like set food out and play music from different eras. Have photos set around your house. You know, have a specific table where you put like some of the snacks just for them. And just make it a little party. Dance and, you know, bring some bring some life to to them. You can have a dumb supper, which is not just mm. for Samhain. Uh, it's very popular around the time of Samhain. There's some different thoughts on what dumb supper means. A lot of people thinks it, it means you stay dumb you're,
1: you're mute. the whole time.
0: Yeah. yeah, you don't speak during the meal. Other people thinks other people think that it means they you're holding a supper for the dumb, like for those who cannot for the speak. Silent. Yeah. Um, and during this, you know, supper that you're having. You are very lively, and you're talking about things that have happened. I like that I like that. You're yeah. like
1: filling them in on what they've missed. Oh,
0: yeah. And just because they can't speak doesn't mean that they're not welcome to join in. I, I do a small version of this every day. I try to every day anyway. Where I'll kind of break off a bit of my food and, uh, or my drink, and I'll give it to them. The other day, it was just a diet root beer, which I'm sure they hated. They
1: might have been very um. troubled
0: by <laughs> But, you know, they made it, you know, if if you were a root beer lover or like a sassafras or sarsaparilla lover or something, to have a little taste of something kind of familiar might have been nice. Of course, you were appalled.
1: Yeah, (laughs) riddled with diet taste.
0: Yeah. What is this? horrible flavor (laughs) but most days i will actually pour a cup of uh, black coffee
1: yeah
0: and i'll leave it there because they can get behind behind any a lot of people can get behind black coffee it's something that goes way back uh and also that's another one of those things much like tobacco it kind of permeates into this ancestral offering um because it was you know highly prized at times and also they probably haven't had a good cup of coffee in a long time um but i'll try to do this every day I'll usually set it on top of a mirror just for good measure Mm -hmm. because we've talked about in the past.
1: (laughs) I was thinking that when you said the party, as it could be kind of... You could have have little mirrors up 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 so they can,
0: you know, uh, there's that, there's that, in some schools of thought, a mirror reflecting the image of the food or I I just set it on top so I, in my mind, they can kind of pick the whole thing Mm up. Uh, It kind of transfers, it it transfers it over into that realm and makes it easier for them to grasp, which I kind of dig and I do it for good measure, whether it's how it works or not. I would hate to think that I'm putting out food and coffee and they just, they're just like, I just can't get to it. You know, I can't quite drink it. So put it on a mirror and maybe it'll be like, thank God you're the only person who does this anymore. <laughs> and then I will make special, uh, I'll stay aware of what I need to clean up, um, and not just leave stuff there for a long time. Cause that's almost as respectable as just to like, let your food get real gross yeah. and just like leave it there. So I'll clean it up after a while and I'll replace it with a cup of like a little bit of cool, fresh water, Another way you can connect is with dream work, which is an- I really want to get into dream work. Mm-hmm. I think it's very cool. Uh, ancestors will often, without you asking them to, they'll often visit in dreams uh, and they may not play a main role, but sometimes they're just like an extra in the background. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of ch- checking it out uh, and sometimes they do have something to say, but won't come in the form of a human. it might be like a it might be like a bird mm-hmm. or something, which just makes me think of our guided meditation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But they could show up and have something to say, but you don't necessarily look at them and say, that's Mamaw Minnie. Yeah. Or that's so-and-so. So so sometimes they can kind of stay hidden. So you can ask them to come forth in your dreams uh, and make a dream pillow to make it easier to connect with the other side and to deepen your your dreams. Uh, A little sachet, satchel, sachet, sachet, sachet (laughs) of amethyst lavender chamomile and selenite mm. keep it under your pillow it'll help you connect a little bit along with any personal effects that you may have from them those are really really powerful if you're lucky enough to have something that they had touched and had a connection to in their life i i really don't have anything like that from anyone who mm-hmm. has passed i have things from people who are still alive that i keep on my altar anyway because you know i it's important to also honor your living ancestors and not just be like i'm not going to um if you have a good relationship with them and all that stuff but to be like i'm just gonna ignore you until you die yeah and then we'll be friends yeah but you can also use herbs roots and crystals and things like that uh first of all you can use there, there are some general herbs and, and crystals that you can use that are good for connecting you through time and to ancestors but you can also kind of ask them what they like uh in a in a moment of meditation or just a moment of silence and sacred space you can say what is your herb like what herb can i leave out for mm-hmm. you and you'll start to get kind of images or or something might flash and you like rose you mm-hmm. know and be like okay someone here likes rose and you're asking for rose cool now, you know, to like maybe leave a little rose, a couple of rose petals or some mm-hmm. dried rose or, or essential oil or something. But you can ask them things like that. And um, it was actually funny because as I was writing this, someone did step forward for me and they just kept showing me it, it, and excitedly, mm-hmm. almost like they were like, I- I've been waiting to tell you this. Mm-hmm. Thank you for th- finally thinking about it. Deep green uh, emerald, oh. almost like a, like a natural, not like a polished mm-hmm. emerald, a very oh, rough, emerald. rough, just a deep good chunk of emerald and that is so important to somebody but i'm seeing it almost like a, like on a brooch mm-hmm. kind of or like around the like you know where you put a uh, what do they call those a cameo yeah it was like almost like that interesting but that's how i'm seeing it and it was so cool to just kind of sit there and be like is somebody saying something to me right now i can hmm. i hear you all right uh and you can also leave things that were popular in their time so uh or things that they would want to get their hands on so think gold Or even today's money. Um, If it's somebody recent, they'll recognize that. Uh, Tobacco, spices, chocolate, coffee, things like that. Things that were held, if you had, you might have been fancy Mm -hmm. back in their time. Uh, So here's some herbs that you can work with. I've got bay, mugwort, our old friend mugwort. Wormwood, when you burn it, it summons the dead. Cool. But use it outside because it's not untoxic. There's your warning. And pine. Which is very interesting because Pine Saw, as we've talked about, mm. started off, uh, it has its roots in, in hoodoo as a floor wash. And now it's just almost unchanged from its original recipe mm-hmm. is this commercial floor wash. Uh, and Pine is just very connected to that kind of stuff. So, And don't underestimate, I know I've said it four times, don't underestimate that power of tobacco. Uh, if you just absolutely abhor smoking, that's cool. You don't have to smoke it. But having it is a very powerful use in connecting with ancestors. Crystals, I've got bloodstone because of its uh, representation with bloodlines and things such as that. Anything that works with the crown, like selenite will help you to connect black obsidian because of its deep history with scrying and uh connecting with the other side lapis lazuli or the poor man's lapis lazuli which was soda light and of course uh, our general use amethyst Mm -hmm. you can use and i also want to say wood petrified wood or wooden plates or anything made of wood very porous yes think about how it grows through time you know a sponge for history mm. and i think what is a great way to connect to things that are long since past because it was once living and it's got this energy of i don't know maybe the 1920s where your great great grandmother was just strutting around being a badass mm-hmm. you know so it's a great it will connect us to things through time um i also saw something very cool to decorate your altar with light sources to kind of bring a little bit of lightness and to bring them out from the, sh- the shadows, they might kind of just be wandering around in the shadows, not really stepping forward. But this light is a nice little beacon for them to kind mm. of call them. Here's a note from Sibian Johnson, uh, and there's a link to sibianjohnson.com. And this is uh, an article that was about offerings that you can leave for your ancestors that you do not know, people you don't know. And they said, the idea that the first gift must be absolutely perfect or the ancestor will refuse to work with you is what keeps most people stuck. This prevents us from forming relationships to the unknown spirits. No spirit, no spirit that you would want to work with anyway, is going to go off in a huff because you didn't figure out their favorite food from one interaction. The best way to start is with items that they might have liked and to work from there. So
1: you don't got to nail it.
0: You don't got to nail it. You know, if you put out that root beer and you're like, what if they hate it? Well, you know what? They'll they'll let you know. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Uh, Another way is to meditate. You can think about it. You can meditate on it. It's going to open the door for you. Uh so spend some time with your eyes closed and manita- meditate on your ancestors, what it meant to be back then, meditate on who's around you. Uh there's even some sweet guided ancestor uh meditations. There was one out there that I did that I will try to find and put in the show notes, but I did it maybe a, like a year ago and it had those like heavy drum beats mm. that's said to put you in this like trancey state and i was shown something and i don't get these very often i don't have these experiences Uh, and it was not anything close to like a projection it was just uh, it was almost like a daydream but Mm -hmm. just really vivid i remember the colors more than i remember anything um but i was shown this vision of this like mossy tree this beautiful tree with like a light beam in a dark forest and there was like this moss all around the base of it and there was this waterfall kind of off to the side just like sweetly trickling some water it was very gentle and almost like a kind of fangorny a little bit Mm -hmm. just kind of how like thick and like dark it was and there was somebody curiously off in the tree line not in a scary or creepy way
1: my brain immediately went to the living dead girl
0: Ooh, shut up i hate it (laughs) okay guys tune in for that that's the spooky so next week i believe Mm. um don't even oh no you've ruined this beautiful i'm sorry no (laughs) no okay um there was there was somebody kind of off in the tree line kind of almost as like i was like an animal in a cage they were very curious Mm. about me Mm. and um so i tried to i remember being very still like let's be very still don't freak them out you don't want them to run off i don't claim to know like what this was about And it could very well have been because it was so vivid and it did stick with me. It could have very well been like just a dream. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't think it was because the whole time there was this music going. But, you know, you slip into this like you're like, did this happen? Yeah. But the thing is, the energy I felt from that person who was kind of like looking at me like, what what are you doing? Why are you in the forest? I have felt that a number of times Mm -hmm. now. And I never had before. And sometimes I think that you can, when you meditate on these things, you open yourself up. You can make a connection with somebody yeah. who you weren't connected with. And now every once in a while, I will, when I'm working and I'm saying, you know, who's here or whatever, I'll get this feeling of somebody just kind of checking me out, like looking at me. And it feels almost like maybe like, I like maybe even like caveman days. Yeah. You know, just kind of really curious. Like, why am I seeing you? Mm-hmm. Who are you? It's a nice kind of childlike comforting feeling when I feel it. You're, like,
1: you're, 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 you're here! here. I know you, you
0: came back! I don't want to scare you. Don't make any quick movements. <laughs> um, of course, you can divine. When we're divining, we that's what we're doing. We're talking to spirit. Uh, so you can make it a little more targeted and say, hey, I'm not asking everybody who wants to talk to me. I'm talking to my specific ancestors. Come to talk to me with my cards or my pendulum, however you want to divine. I saw someone say something that I thought was really beautiful uh, regarding larger rituals because so far this has been just quickly stop by and talk to them. But if you want to have a larger, more time-consuming rituals, um, you know, maybe when like the moon is right or you're feeling yourself, you can sit down and they said, treat you and your ancestors to some of your magic. I thought that oh, was that's cool. that's pretty cool. Treat them to your magic. Uh, and if you don't have a space for an altar or you need to kind of fly under the radar with this kind of stuff or you wish to honor them in other ways, you can do that. Uh, dedicate a special candle to them, maybe carve something on the bottom where nobody will mm-hmm. will see it because not many people are gonna be coming into your space, picking up candles, looking at the bottom. Put a, a symbol that's important to you or something you think may have been important to them. You can even just straight carve the word ancestor into <laughs> the bottom. Uh, but when you burn it, burn it for them. Uh, and this was one of the first things that I did when I was starting out as a little baby witch, and I was mainly a, a kitchen witch back in these days. So every day, every night when I was cooking, I would light a candle on my stovetop uh, and I would think about, I just took a moment to be grateful for the things that I had that those who came before me didn't, you know, a stove, running water, plenty of food, a cold square that keeps Mm. food fresh. Do you know how many people would die if they saw that? Mm -hmm. And I would just say my incantation, which I'm sure was really sloppy back then. It has since evolved into what it is today, uh, which is, I light this candle for, don't laugh at me. This is my ancestor candle incantation. I light this candle for my ancestors, the women and witches who came before me, any and only those who would do no harm who have come to sit with me. You are not forgotten. Then I light my candle. And I think those who have stepped forward to sit with me for a little while. And I take a moment to kind of see if I pick up on anybody's specific energy. You don't have to do this, but it's something that I've come to really like, because you you note certain people who have who are there. And then I make a point to do something joyous after. Like I'll sing a song or I'll hum something, or even I'll break into some casual conversation, because again, the they don't talk like old people that you don't understand. You can talk to them as you would a friend. And you'll feel a little silly when you first do it, but then you can just say like, ah, today I did such and such. And that's all you have to say. Uh, You can also then cook a meal for them uh, if you are kind of doing things in secret. Uh, Just decide, you know, hey, I'm just cooking. I'm cooking dinner tonight like I would any other night. Or if you're, you know, still living at home, just say, hey, let, let me make dinner tonight. But what you're really doing it for is like an act of... Of uh, honoring your ancestors. The, the whole time you're cooking, you're going to want to kind of, everything you do is for them. So sing to them, hum to them. You can talk to them if you're alone in the house. Um, or even just project your energy, uh, your feelings and your emotions. Uh, they'll, they'll pick up on it. Uh, then you, when you have your dinner, set an extra place. Even if you need to make it look like leftovers. You know, just kind of, I'm going to put these leftovers away, like arrange it in a little plate and sneak it back to your room and be like, this is for you. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a cat that lives under your bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, this is your food. And just let them know that they are welcome. And even if you have to do things in secret, think about it, witches have been doing things in secret for so long. Um, you can make it work. Chances are you might have an ancestor who had to do witchcraft in secret. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they'll understand. Uh, how you work with your ancestors is completely and totally personal. And it's up to you. So many things say things like there is no right or wrong, but truly, when you're working like this, there there is no right or wrong. You don't need any tools. You don't need anything, but a willingness to accept a visit from them. And I personally think that sometimes the the little voice that we hear that makes our decisions and judgment and our intuition, I, I think it's a I think it's our ancestors whispering in our ears, at least some of the time, uh, guiding you in a way that you may not have even realized Mm -hmm. until now um especially if they do have that legacy that they didn't get to finish and they're trying to like get you to kind of finish it (laughs) you didn't work towards this goal that they had uh you might find once you start looking into who your ancestors were you might be like this work i've been doing my whole life that's something that so and so did but Mm -hmm. never really it was never accomplished in their lifetime and I like to think that they've led you on that path and you've inherited those gifts, but it's really unique. It's unique to you. It's unique to them. It's unique to the situation. Uh, and just remember to in general talk to them like people they're, they're human beings. They're stepping forward to guide you and to help you and, um, all good things. That's what I like about ancestors is it's, it's pure love it's love and they've got your back 100% and they're on your team so thoroughly and that's what i love about it this is nice that's a little bit about ancestor work um and it's it's and especially for somebody like me who gets a little freaked out about like what if an entity is just masquerading as a good entity and it's like ancestors no you don't gotta fuck with that they're there for you they're 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 your fam fam (laughs) dab on your ancestors they're dope they're dope lit yeet Yeet. (laughs) ew is anyone still listening? <laughs> so, uh that was and that was I know that was probably pretty long. Um but it's a it's a it's a heavy one. Yeah. There's a lot there.
1: Yeah. No, I very much assumed that to not be a short topic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about it. I'll probably keep talking about it cuz as I keep having experiences, yeah. I'll keep sharing them. But it's really hard to get in here and say to do this type of work, you have to do this. You have to do yeah. that. Because it's not. These are just some ways to start off. If you're even interested in it a little bit, try it out. Explore it. Um, and then tell us, you know, tell us what happens. If you've never had an experience and you think you feel someone step forward, let us know how that went. Over on Facebook.
1: No bitch on Facebook. No
0: bitch on Facebook. At which amateur hour? Macy. Yes. Tell me about Lyra, Lyra.
1: I, I will tell you right now. This is a this is a good uh Yura is a rune and an energy that everybody needs to take part in. <laughs> I just kind of thought you were going to like Yura is stop. a rune. <laughs> <And>
0: then, <bra-da-da-da-da. laughs> Sorry.
1: Find <us> on Instagram. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> what if you know if we ever have like a like a April 1st episode. Oh my God. It should just be like that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like there's herbs. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so yura is the rune of harvest uh and the cyclical onward march of nature okay um damn yura is tied to the rhythms of nature and the land it doesn't represent drastic immediate change okay a a slow march yes okay yura is this unrelenting force it doesn't stop and it's just the always, ever-changing rhythms that go on around you. Mm. Just, just with like, or
0: without you kind of thing, With right? or without yeah. you. cool.
1: You know, it is your choice to get on that train. <laughs> and just like our ancestors, you know, and you can think of our ancestors a lot in regards to or just past people. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can think of them a lot when you talk about the runes because... It was way back when, when the runes, you know, the representations of them were very much for that time. Mm -hmm. And so with Yira, you know, you think a lot about the harvest and just like in preparing, even if it's harvest season, it's peak summer, you know, you're harvesting, you're already preparing, knowing what land next year, you're already having to make changes or decisions every single day. Mm -hmm you know you keep that process going you can't do it all overnight you can't procrastinate mm-hmm. it you just keep going and you're following the rhythms of nature the key to yura is small gradual changes oh even if it's every day you know a small change which is just like the subtle energies of the march mm. of yura and they they may seem minor they, I mean, the things that you do every day, like the something, a decision that you make every day, say a project that you want to take on or something you've always wanted mm. to do, work towards it just a little bit every day. But the accumulation and growth of these yeah. efforts within a period God. of time yields huge results. That is so important. It's so important. That is so
0: important. Because think about like, I think everybody has little projects that they want to do. Mm-hmm. But think about when you've been stuck yeah. on something. The first thing, when you do get back into it, the first thing is probably a little easy thing. I need to go buy the thing that I need, you know, mm-hmm. one step at a time. And if you would have just taken those little steps every day. And not gotten flustered. Yeah. yeah. And not started to build these things up in your mind as like, it's I have to yeah. do it all right now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's really a huge component of mm-hmm. it. And because of that, Yura is a rune of patience. Oh. It is about patience. Kind of
0: like a, like a hard kind of like a hard lesson on patience it is
1: like it's it's about ebbing and flowing Mm. with what's around you not time Mm. time is not really super relevant in regards to year there's there Mm. are no time limits Mm. it's tuning into you know when you're tuning into the energies of what's around you Mm. and not the calendar Mm -hmm. things run a little differently yeah you know you can't just Tell the energy of Yara, all right, I want a promotion by December. (laughs) Yeah. That's not how it works, you know? I'm thinking,
0: for some reason, I just keep thinking of, like, the water making the canyon.
1: Yes. That's exactly the same thing. You can't
0: be like, I need this canyon by yesterday. Yes.
1: But you have to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. While it's not requesting deep, immediate, drastic, incredible change, it's asking for you to be persistent. Mm -hmm. And that's tricky you know it really really is because instant
0: gratification is awesome oh
1: yes (laughs) yura is about the big picture it is about the ability to see beyond the the current present Mm. that you are living in and plan for what's ahead Mm. and even if you have to forego some things in the future plan in what's ahead ah. you know no even if that little change you make is a sacrifice of money mm. if you don't spend something that day and you decide i'm not going to do this i'm going to embody this energy of yura and i'm going to every day start saving two dollars even mm. if it's fucking minuscule yeah i'm going to do that it's a big picture goal yeah you know and there's not a time limit on it you're not being like i'm going to do it for it's like I'm just going to start doing this and I'm going to foster this and grow this. Yeah. That's what it's just about persistence. It's about making little changes every day that also change you, Mm. you know, Um, it's excellent to incorporate with um, like in work, just meaning projects, just anything, emotional work, any, anything that you're doing in times where persistent grit and patience are needed to finish. Mm. If you're getting impatient or you say you're not learning fast enough. Mm. So you're trying to pick up an instrument, mm. you know. Try to work with Yira and understand the meaning of Yira and be like, you know what, fuck it. I, you know what, if I can't learn four chords a day, yeah, I'm going to learn one. Yeah. You know, and then just really slowly carve your way through it. Because, mm. I mean, at the end of the day, talent and passion are excellent to have. Yeah. But without the slow, unrelenting yeah. <laughs> push forward every day, talent and passion are useless yeah they're not going to grow
0: you can be passionate about some shit laying in bed yeah you know like oh god i love this but never make anything of it. no (laughs) exactly
1: um all seasons particularly uh you know to our our ancestors required work Mm -hmm. there was no rest day Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) rarely ever even in restful times they did so much more than i feel like we do now (laughs) they were constantly
1: planning for the future all the time um and all of these tasks were important while summer was for harvest winter was steeped in preparation mm-hmm. uh, getting ready staying alive <laughs> yeah uh, there is always action to be taken to build for the future always mm. i promise mm-hmm. you can find things and yeah. there's something you can do even if it's minuscule but if you do it every day mm-hmm. it makes a difference yeah Changes brought by Yira are typically permanent or very long lasting because they take a long time to manifest. Mm. It's not a fucking fad. Easy come, easy go. Yeah. You know? Like, it's a, it's not, yeah, it's not a breezy topic. It's a long thing that you've been working on for a long time with it always in the forefront of your Mm -hmm. mind and steadily charging ahead. Usually that changes your behavior Mm. by that point if you've manifested this goal. It's become habit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking of somebody like building a house like for some reason, this little development that they put up right down the street, they slapped that up so fast. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, like a lot of houses now, especially like we know builders in the family and stuff yeah. like that, their houses are just not built the same way. No, that they I
1: will imagine the fucking thousand-year-old castles in Europe, right? That took eighty years to build, generations to build. Yeah, they're and not when, falling. And
0: when a tornado comes through, they're probably going to be cool. This little
1: development that they put down it's the gone. street, it's it's. Wiped out. Yeah. You know. Exactly. That's a good way to put it. (laughs) I think about instruments. I think Mm -hmm. about or and I was really thinking about this a lot with myself with yoga, Mm because I'm really trying to learn yoga. And it takes time, especially with a lot of um I'm really strong, so strength comes easy and Mm -hmm. the strength poses are fine. It's flexibility. Mm -hmm. I you know, I that does not come easy for me and Mm -hmm. it takes oh every fucking Day, if I don't do it, I start lock. I start getting tight again, yeah. and so it's just like I really thought about this because it does get discouraging. Mm-hmm. But if I just in a year, where will I be if I yeah. do that? And it's just like the podcast, you know. If we just stuck with it, Let's
0: give it six months. What will happen? See how you
1: feel, you know. And then it's funny because we did slap a time limit on it, but yeah. we focused so much on this, we forgot about the time. Yeah, limit. we didn't even pay attention to six it. Six months came and went with not a whisper. We just started rolling with yeah. it, which is what year is about. It's about trusting how things are going, Mm -hmm. feeling the energy of them and not worrying about the time. Mm -hmm. It's not important. Mm -hmm. So in readings, Yira is typically a good appearance. It's a good sign often. uh, And depending on its position, of course, saying that you're on the right track, but it either can be saying, but you're slipping and you Mm -hmm. need to remember, Mm -hmm. or you're, you know, keep your goal in mind. Either way, it's saying this is a time of focus and of grit and persistence. Mm -hmm and but there is an end in sight and you're going the right way but you need to keep focusing um that's that's nice to hear yeah you know, <laughs> you know it's kind of it's comforting it's mm. it's tricky because it's saying no you really are gonna have to bust your ass yeah. severely for a long time and you're gonna to stay focused but if you do it's there yeah there's no reverse for yura oh. um you know it's it's the way that it is mm-hmm. uh it it's cycle it's can cycle and be up mm. or down and it won't change. So there's no reverse. Mm. Changes Yura predicts usually are those that require timing and planning, you know. Mm. I mean, and not timing like a limit of achievement, but like you know, plan make your plan. Yeah. Really craft out your mission, your goal, mm. not just be like, Oh, you know, in a couple of years I want to do this. It's like, no, if I want to do yeah. this in a couple years. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And you plan it out, and you utilize the times of the year and rich periods and low periods. Everything has a purpose, so it's really about that thought. It's a, mm-hmm. it's all a master plan. Heart, you know, even in harvest, there's a right time to sow mm-hmm. and there's a right time to harvest. Mm-hmm. Everything is a t- You know, you could have the ripest, most beautiful crops in the world, but if you wait too long to harvest them, you ruined it. Yeah, you know, so it's all about feeling and understanding what's going on around you. Whether it appears in questions about work, spiritual growth, relationships, it encourages the appreciation of the daily efforts that can get discouraging. Mm-hmm. And it really does. When you feel like you've just been chipping away. For nothing? For nothing. It gets very, very discouraging mm-hmm. when change isn't happening as fast as you thought it would. Mm-hmm. Or even if you feel like it should. Mm-hmm. Um, Is this ever going to happen? Yes. it's. Yeah. It does. It gets maddening. Um It also allows for the clarity to look backwards. You know, when you really meditate on the web of your life and connections that are made in order to impact your life in all of these different ways, or past things you did, like if you succeeded at something, the daily things you did to get there, Mm. really meditate on things like that um, and kind of meditate on Yira and, and think about what you've done and behaviors and the slow, steady rhythm of your life. Uh, there's usually a lot you can learn from that. Um, and see the consequences of your action when you do this. You know, think about something that you picked up when you were 16 and you stuck with it for a good while and you dropped it. And think about how good you'd be now. Oh, And God. that shit hurts. God. But it, it helps you think okay, so if what I'm doing now, if I stay with it though, I don't, mm-hmm. I can do this. Yeah. And it, it makes it a little less discouraging. And even if you're like dragging yourself to go practice mm. or dragging yourself to go work out mm-hmm. or whatever, you're doing it. Yeah. And it's that daily, it's almost like penance to your cause. Yeah. 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 you just give it that time, give it a part of yourself. Yeah. And it will get easier.
0: If it's truly that important yeah. to you, give it the respect it, it deserves. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Hmm. It can be maddening. Mm. It really can. Because it encourages you to dig down, even when you feel like your efforts so far have been useless. Mm-hmm. I, it really, I mean, I feel like in a reading, when you are feeling about ready to give up, and you are just done, Yura will show up. And then it's like, oh, no, you're not done. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Like... Well- no, Yura, I am done. I am done. I'm telling you. Yeah. So it can be, it could be maddening of the thought of the, you have more to do. Mm-hmm. You're not done. Um, <laughs> it's almost like a, like a reprimand. It is. It's like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no.
0: Like, give me your wrist.
1: I'm going to slap it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this can be, this can range from job hunting, mm-hmm. which is very soul crushing and that is, it is in job hunting when I found Yira. Mm. Um, and it helped me get through it a lot. I mean, even, uh, f- to working with ancestors mm. or thinking about your ancestors. Mm. Think about how if they wouldn't have put their fucking work in every day, you would not be here. Yeah. You wouldn't be here. Your mama and daddy wouldn't Nobody be here. Nobody would be here. Yeah. Because they decided that every day they had to plan, think, yeah. decide what they were going to do. It's fucking work, yeah. and you know it's just it's really really interesting.
0: And that even at the time when they were doing it, they were doing it for their survival yeah. alone. Maybe maybe also their children's. But what came from it was so much more than just them and their children. Yeah, it's a whole line. Yeah. So they put that work in long and slow, but like and this is something. What you get. Yeah, just as equal comes out. That's crazy.
1: So quitting was not an option for them. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's like it was quit and die. Like. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. a- <laughs>
0: um somebody just walks out looks at their crops and they're like i'm just gonna die instead
1: (laughs) never mind (laughs) yeah not today no i I choose death um you just walk back inside that's exactly right like survival (laughs) depended on persistence Mm. and there were so many days when they got up and were like it's gonna be so fucking hot today like i don't want to do this but I have to, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's there is pieces of that every day in our lives. You couldn't call in sick no, for that kind of stuff. No, yeah. Oh God, Jesus.
0: Uh, there's no snooze button. There's no snooze button. You as soon as your eyes open,
1: you just fuck, fuck another day. <laughs> yeah. God, hard ass work. <laughs> so well, well, for many of us, the bottom tier of—I mean, for many of us nowadays, you know. We're pretty fortunate where we live, especially, you know, like Maslow's pyramid, the bottom rungs met, Mm. you know, most of our survival needs uh, as a whole are met. You have shelter, you have sustenance of some sort, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not completely starving i mm-hmm. mean um, of course don't get me wrong there are still people in this country yeah that absolutely are. um but with modern developments of civilization for many mm-hmm. those primal instincts are met you know running water mm-hmm. refrigeration medicine mm-hmm. things like that to where now we can we don't have to spend our days grunting out fighting for our actual survival yeah Manning our sustenance, you know, manipulating that. Crops, livestock, mm. things like that. Um, so we can employ this energy of Yira to grow and improve to the higher rungs. Mm. Mr. Kundalini. Yeah, he's got to climb up. I'm going to get up there. Do his little snake journey. <laughs> Understandably so, Yira is tied to the oak tree. Oh. Um, which makes a whole lot of sense. Cool. Uh, through incredibly slow and steady persistence comes this massive tree Mm -hmm. i mean minuscule amounts of growth every single day absolutely almost not even worth it amounts of growth every single day completely not detectable yeah for hundreds of years and you've become this force Mm. of strength and power and almost permanence Mm -hmm. in a way um through that daily grind Of even if nobody notices it, even if you can't fucking tell, I wonder if oak trees are just like you don't you don't even know you don't even know what I'm doing. Y'all wait three hundred years, I'm gonna be big. (laughs) It's adorable.
0: (laughs) Or or like the oak tree knows that like when we as people go visit it, it's like
1: oh you're never gonna get to see me be big. You're not gonna see me be huge. You're gonna be long dead. (laughs) It's I I love it. It makes sense. It's Mm. a good um. It's a good symbol to pair with it you know the Mm -hmm. strong sturdy oak tree which is the result of slow steady persistence Mm -hmm. which like many of your goals can be achieved with that fucking daily practice or the extra work things like that that persistence to accomplish them and not like a goddamn bottle rocket like a long (laughs) slow burn you know like it's not it's not gonna be done in a week yeah you're not gonna learn how to play guitar in a year. Oh no. You're just not. Prepared to be bored. Yes. Yeah. Or angry. Yeah.
0: So angry. Frustrated. Hear yourself play the same four chords over and over again. Mm-hmm. Until you wanna punch a hole in the wall. Yeah. Yes. Until one day they kind of fit together. Yes. Like, I could make a song. <laughs> a really basic song. Song!
1: <laughs> So think about that. When you are getting frustrated or down or thinking that maybe your pursuit's not worth it, meditate mm-hmm. on Yira or draw Yira or do, do some work with the rune Yira and think about that. Think, but what have I been doing? Mm-hmm. Have I been putting in the grind? Have I yeah. been keeping this alive, feeding this skill or goal, whatever it is? What have I really been doing and how can I start? Mm-hmm. And what do I need to do every day to do this? And just consciously think about it. And more often than not, a plan will fall out mm-hmm. and follow that plan. Will fall and out. It fall out. Of your head. In front of you. Okay. And follow it. And it, it's good practice and it is. It's very easy to get discouraged. But if you just constantly think, but where will I be? You know, what will I think of myself? Yeah years from now if i start this and stay i will have myself to thank for that you know and it's a wonderful feeling
0: and it seems almost there's a little bit of like redemption in this last little bit that you said because it can feel daunting Mm -hmm. to think about oh my god i have to put in all this work over the next you know three years if i want to learn guitar or or whatever but you can also break that down to be like but you don't have all you have to do is one small thing, mm-hmm. you know, and especially if if you're working with like, you know, sometimes like with, with like depression, yeah. I guess it can feel you can get really down on yourself and be like, the only thing I did today, the only thing I did is what, you know, the X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're and you're like, how am I going to build my goals if all I did today was X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. But it, it kind of makes it a little more comforting to be like, look, all you have to do right now is X, Y, and Z. Yeah. You just have to keep doing it. Yeah. So, like, it, it it feels daunting, but at the same time, manageable.
1: It gives you a plan. Yeah. You have... You're not just charging in blind. Yeah. You know, plan it all out. Understand yourself, first of all. Because mm. one thing that I think destroys a lot of efforts is people biting off more than they can chew from the get-go. <sighs> yeah, And it, it really can burn you out.
0: Or even in the moment, knowing that you are not going to do something. Yeah. But being like, I think
1: I could... I think i could do this every day but you know deep down you know you're not gonna fucking do that yeah don't lie to yourself don't lie to yourself be honest if you think that every day all that you're gonna do is fucking 15 minutes of stretching you Mm -hmm. know and you add one yoga pose every week do that yeah because in a year you'll know you know 52 52 poses. poses and maybe some weeks you'll do more yeah but that's your minimum That is your minimum amount of effort, and that's your persistent rhythm. Mm -hmm. And it's all about that rhythm, that pace. And just set your pace and stay to it. Mm -hmm. And I think after a while, it becomes ritual. It becomes habit. And habits are surprisingly easy to form. Yeah. It's
0: just, um, it's a mental block you got to get over Mm -hmm. first. Be like, like with kids, I don't want to brush my teeth, you
1: Mm -hmm. know? Yeah.
0: But make them do it. And then suddenly they're not rotting their teeth out.
1: And more often than not, it's not a bad experience. Yeah. You
0: know, you just, when you're doing it. you are just like, I don't want to get up from what I'm doing yeah. right now and go do this thing. Yeah. Do it. Just do it. it takes two minutes. Brush your teeth, kids. <laughs> Sit down, Sit kids. Sit down, kids.
1: Brush your teeth.
0: <laughs> the whole, the entirety of the show, every episode, tune in, brush your teeth the whole time. Brush your teeth. You'll have bleeding gums Ble- you will no have no gums, gums. <laughs> all teeth god
1: <laughs> that's a horrifying picture it seems straight out of those scary stories books
0: yeah like you just accidentally brush your teeth too long and then what you, you like look in the mirror steel
1: wool or something.
0: Eww, ooh, yeah. eww, eww. i hated that i hate like Things on like dragging on teeth. Teeth, me too. It creeps me. It's out. terrible. Like when you go to the dentist and it they, they qu- scratch it, around that horrible in there horrible
1: noise. Oof! I'm getting my palms. Everything are about the dentist is a horrible noise.
0: You know what? The only thing I like truly enjoy is when they polish your teeth. I hate that with the thing. I hate it. I don't know. I just I I just I'm like yeah. Give it to me. I hate it, but not anything else. You know what? You don't have to work. Long for well you do. We had to work for these reviews. <laughs> How can I Queen of Segways. Macy. Mm. Take out a pot. Great segue. You like it? Yeah. Take out a pot. Put it on the stove. I gotta cook up ways that you won't get on to me. So you just said get out a pot? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I <laughs> that's for next time. Oh,
1: okay. Okay.
0: Um, it's time for beautiful being reviewed footage.
1: Great. And this one is
0: very appropriately named. It's called Roll That Beautiful Review Footage. There it is. And this is from Rhiannon, like the song. Rhiannon, like the song, says, I love this podcast. It's funny and informative. And I really appreciate that random singing and screaming.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And screaming.
0: I feel it in my soul. Thank you. I I'm, I'm glad somebody appreciates the screaming. <laughs>
1: screaming. From now on,
0: I think we should just right just cut the cut! That's the screaming. Mm. That's where we are. Mm. All right. What's next week? What's what what horrifying thing do we have happening next Wednesday?
1: The f- the spooky song Numero Cinco. Five. Mm. Um, now I have Rhiannon in my head.
0: You like a bell through <sighs> the night.
1: Oh, it's killing me. It just, the moment you said it, my brain was just. Rhiannon rings like a bell through the night. All your love you'll never see. Take woman. Woman Taken by the wings. Would you stay if she
0: promised you heaven?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not even a question. I'm gonna tell you about merch, shit, merch. merchandise, merchandise. We are merchants. We are. Mer-
0: oh my god! <laughs> I just had the strongest urge to like dress up as a traveling merchant, get a wagon, you get, a- and then put our shirts in it. <laughs> Wouldst thou care for a witch bitch? <laughs> Tunic, my lord. Ew. <laughs> Does my lord count like my
1: lady? Uh, probably, <laughs> Ew, yeah. Gross. Uh, to get it on your body, mm. or in your hand, mm. or stuck to something, <laughs> you can go to wbahpodcast.com or witchbitchamateurhour.com and you will see a link. Right up near the top that says something about going to our bazaar, <laughs> and you click that and you go to our
0: merch. We also have an exciting development of crop tops.
1: Yeah,
0: and dad hats. Dad hat? <laughs> Yo, dad. Yo, dad. What's up in it? Yo, dad. Yo dad uh which may or may not be up yet we're gonna we're gonna see how long that that process is gonna take but stay tuned uh and i'm gonna wear that dad hat in in to sleep i'm never gonna take it off
1: i could i could get it i could wear a
0: dad hat i love dad hats we do have one email address where you can send us as many emails as you want really we always say one email but i mean get at us It's wbahpodcast at gmail dot com, and that is totally the best way for uh, to get in touch with us, or ins- our DMs get a little filled. So they they do,
1: and they're they're for some they're, for some reason they're harder to to keep like to organize through. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Emails are easier; for, it's yeah. all in one place, and
0: you can tell if you've read it. Yeah, and then like Facebook is so I, I oh I get so frustrated because you have your inbox, but then you have this hidden section called like your inbox request oh
1: dude it sucks and we just found a
0: bunch of requests people had sent and we had no we idea. we just never we didn't have an idea yeah. uh and then sometimes scrolling through the instagram ones you're like oh shit i never wrote back uh, so yeah we're not trying to be asshats but um email is totally the best way uh to get to get at us uh we do have an insta
1: gym insta gym where can you meet mr jim you can shake mr jim's hand at winter bitch amateur hour <laughs> oh my god! Where can you tweet at us? At
0: at Abit at at bitch Fine, fine. <laughs> <It's> awful, awful. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
0: so stupid. All right, Clark does that to me and so much. I hate it, and he's so good at it. Alright, um, our Facebook is over at... Which Amateur. No bitch on Facebook. No bitch on Facebook. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, you can make your way over to where? Patreon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dot com. Mm-hmm. Forward slash WBAH podcast.
0: Oh, that's it. I was waiting that's for another dot com.
1: S fin We have the
0: cutest little P.O. Box in Texas. That's P.O. Box 865 mm-hmm. at Canton, Texas. No, no, at just Canton, Texas. 7510 Trace. That it is. At the three. We still have our charity fundraiser going on for Operation Honeybee to Save the bees. The bees. And we have already, already raised some real good cash. I'm
1: very, very, very excited, excited about it.
0: Excited about it. And thank you, guys. Thank you to everybody who's donated. And, you know, like we said, if everybody in the coven gave $1, we could raise a lot of money for a really good cause. And a lot of people have come forward and generously donated more than $1. More than one dollar. So that's very exciting. So if you would like to participate in that, you can get us over at Facebook. It is pinned to the top in the announcement announcements section where you can also find our merch and any other important things. And our state of the going coven going on. And our state of the coven. If y'all haven't seen that state of the coven address, we update you on some changes. Change. And we look real good in some blazers.
1: Yeah, we do. Yeah. I think we're about cashed out.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: We're, we're <gasps>
0: done. I just remembered we have some lasagna.
1: Lasagna, the magnificent. That's where I was
0: thinking it was going to go. 1,000 years
1: ago. <laughs> they totally had lasagna, though. Listen, you don't know what they had. tits it's tits i'm telling you tits it's titties